0: This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today's episode is number 365. So, I'm not even going to preface what this episode's about. It should be fairly obvious. In some levels, it's about commitment. If you have, for some strange reason, been a consistent listener from episode one, to episode 365, you would realize that I am now one quarter of my way into a commitment that I made to myself. Now, granted, through that commitment to myself, I assume that you could say I made it to you as well. Daily content for 365 days, which would turn into four years total. Even with that statement, inadvertently, I have been lying to you if you're a new listener. See if you go back to the first month, six weeks, maybe longer. We didn't have the same content cadence we have now. I don't think we started out at seven days a week, did we? Five, right? We started out five days a week for a while. Then I got the bright idea, like, hey, let's see what happens if we post an episode on Saturday. What happens to downloads? Then if we did it on Saturday, why not do it on Sunday? And then I came up with the bright idea of let's just really bastardize this whole situation and commit to seven days a week. So my commitment changed after the first four to six weeks. I decided to increase my commitment. Right, I knew I was going to podcast for quite some time. I certainly would not have guessed I would come up with something to say for 365 days, let alone potentially four years but yet here we are. And so, I would love to go through some highlight reel, right of like here's all the amazing things. It is as I'm recording this, 825 on Friday night. Kurt's sitting across from me in the studio. I do feel compelled to share a couple of things that have been crazy shifts from just sharing my truth. To start with, you listen to the first 50 to 100 episodes, I was coming out of an experience called Wake Up Warrior. Right now, I don't know what Wake Up Warrior is going to be going forward. There's been rumors that Warrior Weeks are no longer and that kind of the, the brilliance that was created by Garrett J. White might be taking a new position and things are just changing. I don't know because I'm not actively involved in that group whatsoever. I'm not passively involved in that group whatsoever. That's not based out of any sort of angst or animosity. But more the fact of, I got what I could get from it at the time that I needed it, and now I'm growing into something different. It served me as I needed it to serve me. I think nothing but high praises of anybody that's been through anything that they've created or will go to anything they create in the future. But the first episodes, right, I had... If I recall, we had recorded the episodes prior to me heading to my Warrior Week experience. Right? We wanted to strategically launch on the backside of Warrior as like this ceremonious thing that I was doing. Those first episodes, I had notes, right? I was using software, I was reading notes from my computer, I was stumbling around, it was not nearly as smooth. We had an intro that we copy and pasted, we had an exit that we added on, it was different. Let alone my delivery. Not from even reading the notes, but from the man I was at that point. Right, I had anger and hate and frustration inside of me based off of losing my best friend Miles. Also based off a bunch of old stories I was still listening to in my head. Also then fueled by the fire that comes on the backside of a you know, three and a half or four and a half day experience that you just feel like you can run through a door. I felt different. So my message was different. It was abrasive. It was aggressive. I had vulgarities spewing out of almost every third or fourth word. It's who I was. Then along starts coming some of the success, right? When the podcast first launched, got some notoriety, used some promotions, had some podcast promoters help me get some good ranking. And from there, got introduced to a phenomenal man that was my podcast coach. He very calmly and kindly suggested I might consider toning down some of the vulgarity. Because if a mother was driving her children to school in the morning and heard me dropping the F-bomb and everything else that could be said at that point, they would have to turn it off. I committed to never alter who I am. I don't want to water down When I'm passionate about something, I'm never going to turn that part of me off. But realistically, it's just not who I had to be any longer. I was open to the possibility of something greater than I was currently creating. And my coach introduced me to that. It's incredible. Then sometimes I'm flying out to our wedding, Lindsay and I, May 19th. We land in California May 16th. And I remember landing to images of the podcast being top one or two in all podcasts. It was exciting. It was humbling. It was all these different things. But it was just a thing, right? The moment you're listening to this, I don't even rank in iTunes anymore. The same aggressive marketing practices that we use are the same things that I can't figure out how to get us out of the hole of. No matter who I pay, no matter what we try to come up with, it just, iTunes is just saying, like, you don't get to rank. Even though we have consistent daily content that's valuable, that checks every box, that many of you incredible people out there have listened, maybe you yourself, and left a review inside of iTunes. Maybe you've even taken a step further and left a written review, which really helps. Nothing's changing. So maybe yourself, maybe you could leave a review if you haven't already. Maybe that would change something. Who knows? See, I shared along this journey that the podcast was really always for me and will almost always be for me. It just so happens that if you're as you are listening, perhaps you're getting some value out of it. What this room has become and this desk and this microphone in front of my face have become a dumping ground for me to get rid of the things that are trapped in my head. And so I share. And through sharing consistently over the past 365 days, I've been able to spend incredible time and space with some amazing people, right? Having someone like Lewis Howes come to the office while he was having his event here in Columbus and be able to connect with him was really exciting. But that's only one of many. Right, the team from Juve, the team from True Dark, the team from Whoop. All the other interviews I've I've had along the way. Bryce Prescott was one of my first interviews, maybe my first overall. Had no idea he'd end up becoming such a close friend. I can't say any one interview is more impactful from the other. They're just different. Josh and Sarah Bomar coming to the office for an hour and 55 minutes, just rattling off all these crazy stories. I've loved every minute of it. I would also love in that vein, if you would send me an email with people that you know that you'd like me to try to reach out to an interview, that would be fantastic. I would love to have more impactful interviews with more brilliant people or more inspiring people, and I want to touch the people that you want access to. Because what I've found is this platform with a tribe, with a following, right? My downloads now are down to 8, 10, maybe 12,000 an episode. They've decreased. At one point, I was 15 to 20. But even with that sort of consistency and that sort of pool, I'm able to reach out to some really impactful people like a Jarek Robbins and get him on the show as a guest. I would have never had access to spend time and space and energy with these people had it not been for me telling my truth. But then as life continues to go on, right? In some of these emails, I'm sorry, Ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com is right in the show notes. But as life continues on, I finally dropped that bomb in episode you know, 115 or so. It says, I would gladly like to work with seven of you as you're listening. And I explain the coaching business that I have. Some I was tight lipped about before, some that wasn't on the forefront of my mind. Some just passively in the background. And hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you thought it was potentially worth the opportunity. Seven of you came on board. It was incredible to see the transformation not only in you, but also in me as a coach getting to work with you. That very idea... Those of you that coach with me, everyone that reached out, that then eventually led to a team from Johns Hopkins and Harvard that brought into my level of understanding all types of new neuroplasticity and psychology concepts that I had never, ever thought about before, all from the show, all from speaking my truth, all from sharing about coaching. That then takes its twists and turns and goes from the the code test, right? The comprehensive operational design evaluation that was formed, and then that spins off into what I'll call a subsidiary or its own iteration called life optimization test. Inherently, I didn't see eye to eye with the direction that we wanted to go as a group, so I took the code test. I said, "You guys take it. I'm going to take my own version, a little bit different, a little bit different formulaic expression, a little bit different pieces and parts, and I'm going to I'm going to run on my own." wheelhouse. That's at the lifeoptimizationtest.com. All again from just sharing how I feel. The test comes about, all these things go on, the, the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, the lefts and rights. And I get to just show up every day and share. At this point, I'd have to pull up my analytics, but I'll just say there's 3.4, 3.5 million total downloads since we launched. I think of that. Think of your life if you knew that something you said would eventually be heard by 3.5 million people. It's incredible to me. It's incredible enough that it caused a chain of events that had me sell, shut down and close everything else I was doing and just go into coaching and ultimately podcasting. I would like nothing more than to be a quote unquote podcaster. I would like to continue to grow this to a level that tens of millions of people are listening and then I'm able to bring on quality sponsors that align with who I am and what I do and they would be the only ones that ever have time and space on the show And it will provide a good living for myself, my family, and those around me. But I'm not there yet. For some reason in my head, for quite some time, I said, something's going to change around episode 410, 415, 420. That'll be when the right sponsorship agreement comes across our plate. We'll see how close my intuition is. Another 60 shows or so, another two months. We'll see. Either way, I'm going to create content. And in the idea of creating content, one of the nagging questions that most people ask is, how do you come up with something to say all the time? I want to launch a podcast. I just don't know what to talk about. I would love to share with you. It's easy. I have some infinite Rolodex of ideas that's just sitting in the corner of the room and I just Pull it out, flip through it, Oh, here's what we're talking about today. That just wouldn't be all that truthful. A few times a month, maybe even once or twice a week, I sit across some curtain and say, man, what should we talk about today? He'll look through his phone, I'll look through my phone, we find something, and poof, off we go. I haven't used notes for a really long time. I haven't used intro or exit reads. I speak about stuff that comes up in my mind. Sometimes it's polarizing, and I'm okay with that. You know, as I put out asked to join our women's exclusive event that's May, I don't even remember the days I committed to, sometime in May. Shoot, if you're a woman, listen to this, you want to come to Columbus for two, two and a half days, have a life-changing experience, you can also drop me an email, say, women's event, ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com the same way that I brought up the men's event that I was so fortunate to have with just sharing all this stuff. Sometimes I've mailed it in. Sometimes I have not felt like recording and sometimes it's been absolute fire. But the biggest thing is a commitment because right? I made a commitment to myself and then a commitment to you that I'm not willing to back down from. So much so that I get to buy a bunch of new equipment that when I travel to Rhythmia, maybe by the time this episode launches, it'll be close. I'll be recording seven days worth of content live from somewhere else. No longer is this something that I have to do just in the studio. Buy all the same quality of equipment, buy all the same pieces and parts to make sure that I can do this anywhere I go. So what are you willing to commit to at that level that on a Friday night at 838 that you'd be doing it instead of being home with your family? What are you willing to commit to that you'd invest in that you'd buy a whole secondary setup of things to take with you to travel to Costa Rica to experience ayahuasca? Like what are you committing to and then why are you committing to it? Like tomorrow's episode, I'm gonna share I'm gonna share something impactful. You're gonna wanna tune in tomorrow. I'm completely leaving you with a cliffhanger there. Like I've never done that before, it just popped in my head and I'm not gonna ruin it by blabbering right now. All you need is commitment. And you need commitment backed up with a purpose that is a why that is bigger than you. And if you have those things, you'll find out that every day you're able to get shit done.